Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 256. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. All right, so um, we have seen Suicide Squad, the extended cut. Um, thought we'd give you guys a little review here uh, on the differences and what we thought, if it made it a better movie. Uh, what do you think, Jason? Do you think it actually made it a better movie, first of all? Yes, not as not, not in the range of uh, BBS, but uh, right. definitely a better movie. And the thing everyone was afraid of was, hey, what if we just shove all these Joker scenes in there, and uh, and and then it just becomes this weird Joker Harley mm. thing that cuts all the pacing and doesn't mess with the story. And my estimation of that is no. The, right, you did get a lot more Joker. I mean, comparatively at least, and it didn't seem to mess with the story to me at all. In fact, it, the, the extra few minutes tied some stuff up. Right. The um I think I saw someone online estimated the amount of Joker footage that was new was about two minutes of actual footage. Um and a lot of people on Feels Twitter like more than that though, a lot which of is people nice. on Twitter were so mad. They were angry. They wanted all these other scenes. And they were especially angry that they didn't get and spoiler, sorry. You don't get the uh two face Joker with uh you yeah. know what I'm talking about? With the, where he's got, uh, purportedly, I guess there was a point in the movie, um, originally, where the Joker shows up at the, uh, what was it, the subway? Probably. Where everyone was at the end. Mm-hmm. And um, he has, like, half of his face is burnt, and he says bye-bye, and throws, like, a grenade or something. Yeah, and that even showed up in a trailer, I want to say. It did, oh. it did. Um, that being said, I'm glad it didn't, because that subway, I don't know where he would have shown up there. Not a clue. I have no idea how that and would have And it would have messed with... The thing they did well is the parts of the Joker they added mm-hmm. were the parts that were adjacent to something that already had to do with Harley. Absolutely. Or that actually added to the story. So it's all you really got was an extended version of a couple of the Harley bits. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, it didn't... He, well, they didn't feel interjected anywhere. They... It, it was pushing it for me. Like, you know, it was like Deadshot and, and uh, Flag or like... Well, who is it? The president? Oh, it's not the president. What the hell's wrong with you? And then, like, this fades away, and she's, like, staring at a motorcycle, and it goes into the, you know. <laughs> and then, like, oh, she's walking up some stairs, and then she looks down and goes, like, oh, look, heights. This reminds me of that time with the vat of chemicals. Um, I, I will. I was happy to give that to him, though, just because her, just because it's her. Yeah. I'm willing hey, to give it to her him. Her mind is so fractured anyway. I'm willing to give it to him, absolutely. Um, but it does not help the editing. Like everyone was complaining, or not everyone, but a lot of people were complaining. A lot of the critics were complaining. Like this, the editing is a mess. It does not really help the editing of the movie. <laughs> to use the um, to use her fractured memory as a segue, I guess when I phrase it that way, no, that's not going to help in edit on a film. What it does help though, and this is the, the this is the bulk. And every again, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people on Facebook have been complaining about this. I disagree with them because guess what? All of these, the bulk of that. Uh, 11 minutes that we got were was the Suicide Squad interacting. So it feels a lot more natural when El Diablo sacrifices himself. I'm not going to lose another family. When he says that line at the end, it feels a lot they've more natural. They've been through some stuff by, by now. Absolutely. And they've, they've, it's like, you get a recruitment scene, the spread mm-hmm. the word scene that we didn't have mm-hmm. before. The uh, spread the word scene was a lot of fun. We got the scene of Croc uh, knocking uh, boomerang into the pile of boxes yeah. that uh jai courtney complained that wasn't in there yeah um and we got to see uh, 
a little bit more for him in general, just uh, across the board. Like, he had the yeah. recruitment scene. Mm-hmm. Even the little line at the in the bar, which... Um, the bar is another one of those scenes where they just added more to it. They padded yep. it with a lot of more character interaction. You get that little El Diablo getting his water that the trailers mm-hmm. gave and took away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you get a lot better idea of who these people are. You know, the, uh, I'm not a thief. Um, it, it, yeah. You get just a fuller fuller sense of how much uh, they've gone through in the last, I guess, really, I mean, it's like a few hours in the course of this film that they've really been hanging out. Yeah, and I mean, since being to pull together in a courtyard, and it's pretty much like one afternoon and a night. That's what we watch this. Uh, <laughs> but it somehow makes it feel more uh, coherent. Um, it feels like it's a lot more earned that Diablo refers to them as his family. Um, and you get what might, what might be Bemring's best line: "The I actually prefer to think of myself as an asset re- relocation specialist." Great line, fantastic. Um, I. Look, and Harley, there's a point in the film where they, they this added, where Harley is basically just psychoanalyzing and deconstructing every member of the squad. And demolishing. And She goes uh, through Killer Croc. Um, he's in, uh, Thankfully, he's impervious, because she was pretty hard on him. Mm-hmm. And in, in the boomerang, who says, like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like, I, I don't remember the... Oh, every time you speak, it's like knives or something. <laughs> something like that. I don't remember. He's, um, like, he's the one who kind of calls her out. And then you get this wonderful line from her. It's like somebody, I think it was Boomerang, asked her, like, why are you doing this? She's like, because I'm bored. I need a mind to pry apart and spit in. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking perfect. It's like, and, and, you know, it's something that I haven't seen. I've never, I, I, I haven't seen it done before personally. Not really. Where Harley sort of in her in her new state of insanity and malice or crazy and malice i guess i should say because she's too crazy to be insane according to the joker right in her craziness and in her uh and her violent streak uh being a bad guy now um she uses her psychology you don't see her get cerebral like yeah that, you, you know? don't see her like you know pick, breaking somebody pick down people apart yeah, yeah you don't ever but see it, that it makes it's, it, really it's fun. a lot of fun for her too because like it's as much as fun as it is to watch her hit step with a hit you with a baseball bat, mm-hmm. she could do a lot more damage just in a few seconds. I mean, she <laughs> she she almost strips down Katana, but then she gets that great line out of Katana: "I'm not hiding." Yeah, <laughs> what she say? I'm not hiding. Is okay. That's kind of gangster. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed seeing more of Katana. She actually was in this film now. Yeah, like, <laughs> she was a part of right. the movie. Um, I don't, did we even get her little her little back? Shot. I don't think we. I, th- I think we did, but it just seemed like I didn't remember. It I was so short. A lot of the really some of the some of the stuff that like seems like to me that it was added. I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't added. I'm pretty sure it was in the theatrical cut. But just seeing it a second time. Yeah, I think we. I mean, we're gonna get some of that wrong because we haven't me. gone back and done you know frame for frame. There's um. <laughs> there's plenty of great lists already on the internet that are doing that for you. Um. So the scenes with with Harley and Joker were just all around tighter, uh, just all around better, more enhanced. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the Joker was more a part of this film now, without I feel like taking anything away from it. Mm-hmm. I and... still stand exactly where I was. Like I've been on record, <laughs> I'm on record on this show as saying, you know, I could be okay if we never saw Joker again. That's it. I, I'd love to see Joker again. That I mean, I was I was at the point where I th- I thought I liked him. But I needed more time, and just this extra couple of minutes, I did. I did decide that I really liked him. Um, this version of him. There it, were a couple of so, bits where he really was. He was just Jim Carrey. Just a couple <laughs> of bits, though. Which I'm on. I, hey, I'd be willing to give Jim another chance as the Joker. You know, at some any point. chance. Um, and it's something you brought up earlier. Uh, 
He goes through this whole, like, you, you left me in a black hole of rage and confusion speech with her. Mm-hmm. Um, before he decides to just obliterate her brain. Um, but it's like he's doing it as revenge for her confusing him by, like, well, messing he says, with he his brain. He says something about... Uh, he, he does. You he helped says me by erasing my mind, and then like, you took a, you, you took the few faded memories I had, or something like that. No, no, he says he made her remember... She made him remember the few faded memories. Oh, or some something. faded memories, or something like that. Which, to me, made it seem like... Harley may have actually like maybe she did get to the bottom maybe she actually figured out who he was or got close to who he was like who he originally was and maybe that's why like that's part of why like when you have that great scene at the vat and she because mm-hmm. he, he's clearly gonna just dump her and leave her yeah let her die in the vat of chemicals and he's like ah shit and goes back and jumps in because I mean, that's like, like that's after he's he's had what he would call a bonding experience when torturing her <laughs> He probably thought of that as like, oh, good times. Remember right. that time? Um, and then the wonderful scene where she shows up on the motorcycle. That's one of those, like, you're watching it going, oh, that's ridiculous. But that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. <laughs> uh, but the motorcycle scene where she shows up outside, it, his lines there were phenomenal. I'm not someone who's loved. I'm I'm an idea. I'm a state of mind. Yeah. And it's almost like he's convincing, trying I, to convince himself. He's at least, I mean... I actually do think he believes that even even then. I, I think he's fully on board of like and the thing is it made yeah. him relatable as someone that's just a human that's become this weird thing because mm-hmm. he like he's aware that if he humanizes himself in any way, mm-hmm. he won't have his swagger anymore. Like that's yeah. part of how he, he deals with the people yeah. in the streets. Is there he's an idea. You don't mess with that idea. He follows through with his plan according to his plan <laughs> and she's not part of the plan. Right. But then like two minutes later they're you know, he's like, All right, damn it, we're together. Right. And, you know, I that's why I say it seems like he's trying to convince himself that he's that that that's the that's the uh, that's the situation and that's how he needs to be. Even though, like, I'd say if if he's trying to convince himself of anything, there, I thought he was trying to convince himself that he wasn't a little impressed. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like he's <laughs> like she's crazier than he is, and he kind of, he's kind of starting to respect that, you know. Like, it, and he he says, if you weren't so crazy, I'd think you were insane. Yeah. Which makes no sense, honest to God. The line makes no sense, but it, it pleases me. It, it was a fun line, yeah. But, you know, I liked her line wherever she was like, uh, I don't remember exactly how she puts it, you're you're scared of me, but you, you want me to shoot you in the head. Oh, you, yeah, my heart scares you and a gun doesn't. My heart scares you and a gun yeah. doesn't, yeah. Um, um, something yeah. that they still missed was this movie still would have been more interesting with Slipknot getting like two seconds worth of an intro like everyone else. Mm-hmm. The first time he shows up in the courtyard, like, yep, that's the dead one. I still agree with Ayer on that one. Like, we knew he was the dead one anyway. I, I, I know, don't need but an it, intro. There were so many intros. Like, I actually looked and there was like, it was like 16, 17 minutes of intros. I know. Just, let's get on with it. <laughs> I would have given him like 30 seconds. Right. Just a perfunctory introduction. You don't have to have Wonder Woman in there. Getting... I checked it. It was like 48 minutes before they even go on their damn mission. Uh-huh. Like, they're still in the courtyard of the prison. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. Get out of Bel Rev, for God's sake, please. Get <laughs> out of get Bel Rev. Let's get this movie going. Um, and I couldn't, and now it's, it's the, the door's been unlocked, man. After seeing all of that concept art, I kept thinking, like, where would the mother box have fit in? Like, I know where it would have fit in. It was like, instead of her opening, making that stupid machine, which it was, it felt like that was a rushed concept. Like, she's like, he's like, but they worshipped us. Not anymore. Now they worship machines. So I will so build we'll a machine. kill them all with a machine. With a machine, Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it could have been a lot more fun if she was if she was able to. I mean, she would be powerful enough yeah. in theory to control a mother box yeah. without even 
knowing what the hell the thing was. And I don't know. And it would have been a lot more fun if, if she had had that speech. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have cared if she had pulled a mother box out and said, so yeah. we'll kill them with a machine. You would have thought, nope, no problems. Let's do this. Yeah. Don't even care if, how fast that character used, transition happens. Like, you don't even have to have a mother box. Like, she could have just used her magic powers that were somehow connected to Apocalypse. Yeah. That's fine. Which is going to be around I mean, anyway, hey, so why not? You know, and all, she says the magic is rising and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, new God and stuff all that, yeah, all that metahuman stuff. Like, the yeah. metahumans are here because a change is coming. Like, that yeah. shit was dope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if that was in the theatrical cut. I don't remember, but that shit was dope. I so. I wanted, oh, man, it was good. Oh, um, um, there was a couple of little things in there that got thrown in, like Croc throwing up. Again, more like team mm. building, I think. Um, <laughs> right. Ayer's a little cameo. I didn't... Um, I didn't catch him. I didn't catch his little. I, I, even when I was watching it, I didn't realize that Aaron had a cameo. I didn't recognize him. But I think I would have. I think I would have recognized him if he didn't have the mustache. I've never seen him with the mustache. Before. I uh, I read up it, but uh, the scene I think he was that he appeared in was the um, the skinless goat scene mm-hmm. where he's um, mm-hmm. they they managed to like humanize Croc even more throughout this story. Uh, you, they did. You get a real full sense of what happened to Killer Croc or how he became this monster. Unfortunately, with more Killer Croc scenes, it also comes with more need for closed captioning. Because whatever effect they did on his voice, I cannot understand it. I just barely got it. They're like, when uh, old boy's like, "What are you doing down here?" Flag is like, "What are you doing down here? Why did they put you down here?" He's like, "I asked." Yeah, and I'm like, "Wait, what? What?" (laughs) I had to go back, and it says on the caption, it says, "I asked," and I'm like, "Oh, he didn't say ask. He said asked." But yeah, he had a great line later that I. I can't remember. I think it was when Harley was trying to torture him. He says something about, at least I know I'm in a sewer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's, but then she's like, she's such an asshole about it. She's like, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, all this is, a, all these shops and the city, all this is a sewer. Boy, you hate mankind, don't you? Whatever it was. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, I get it. Ha ha. All right. Everyone's in a sewer. Um. <laughs> uh, so the, one of the other big things, um, you were talking about this, though, that was like, uh, the Rick and Deadshot storyline was uh-huh. way more impressive this way. Mm-hmm. They go through a whole arc together. Like I remember, I don't remember feeling so uh, I don't know impressed by their little team up by the end of the movie when mm-hmm. I watched it in the theater. But by the end of this one, I'm thinking, like, yeah, these guys are. I'm bros pretty sure now. there it wasn't there. Like all of well, that. a lot of the stuff, like their deal, was the big one that wasn't there. The yeah, deal the, wasn't the there. Deal, the little Harley being like, "You're a rat. I smell a rat," or whatever. I don't think yeah. that was there either. Like with her kind of pounding on Deadshot about, like, "What are you doing? <laughs> what are you up to, man?" And then uh, like his line about you know all that skepticism he he faced, and then he met uh, about love he never experienced before. Yeah. Then he met June because like, but yeah, that makes sense a lot more with um, what Deadshot was saying with Harley in the stairwell where he's like you don't kill people for a living and experience something like love, yeah. which plays in later with his daughter when she tells him she loves him and he's hugging her and he goes, I love you. And he's almost <laughs> like annoyed that he loves his daughter, but he's like, damn it, that is, this is love, isn't it? I do love my daughter. Like it, It's just, it's a nice arc for Deadshot. It was. With the, all that. And it's, it was still like Rick Flagg felt like a bigger character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, it, and he it felt like he got a lot of screen time, but it, it didn't feel like he was, I was connecting to him as much as I did in this cut. Yeah. Yeah, and you connect him with Deadshot a lot because of his love with June, mm-hmm. like him, which bothers and he, he me. He says something about, oh man, I wish I'd written down this line. Because uh, Amanda Waller's impressive, but she can't do everything. She can't make somebody fall in love with somebody else. No, no. But I, I, in my version, I assume that she knew the two personalities and knew mm-hmm. that he was the mm-hmm. kind of guy who would fall for her. 
Okay. I just assumed she did some calculations before. I'm like, that's yep, these pieces I, fit. That's what I had to there you go. try to, like, I'm like, eh, personality profiles. Well, when she said, but she said she, still they, they knew what, they did what she knew they would do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's a line later, uh, feel free to remember it for me, because I, I, I can't recall it, but um, Deadshot and Rick Flagg are talking, and when he gets through with his little, like, June speech, mm-hmm. he says, like, I'm going to get you in there. I'm gonna get you through this. <laughs> he has a whole thing, but at some point he tells Rick, like, and it, it has a refer- it has reference to do with like, this is your girl. We're going in there. It's like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna go through hell to uh, go through heaven or hell or whatever to, to do this for you. Mm-hmm. But out of this point, it's not like a the line that whatever whatever that was. It didn't feel like it was him being selfish. It wasn't like him looking out for his deal. It was like, no, I'm gonna support that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I, what you're doing is what, what you're what you're feeling is real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help that out. Yeah. But, you know, that was that was after Rick had already been, like, you know, revealed his final cards and said, here are all the letters from your daughter. Yeah. Which also was incredibly aided by all of the previous deal yeah. stuff. Like, oh, this is just terrible. Why would you hold this from me? And, uh, but now at this point, like, we've worked through that. He's like, he's given him his daughter's letters and it's like, look, man, here's the thing. I love this chick and blah, blah, blah. And now she's evil. And that yeah. sucks. <laughs> Well, and um, it's, it's neat though. Like in the course of a few hours, they go from he was willing to push the button on the first one of them that walked tried to walk out. Mm-hmm. Whichever one did it was going down. Didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, good that it was the least interesting character, but um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time I saw this thing, I'm pretty sure I thought Scott Eastwood was the most interesting character because I'm like, who are you going to wind up being? <laughs> and then it wasn't anything. It was nothing. I was. I think you got like one more line in this cut. I was so bummed out. Um, yeah. It, it, he was ready to he was ready to kill them on the spot if he had to just mm-hmm. a pure a pure decision I mean just a, a group control mathematical decision and um, by the end of their story they're like they're broke I, I really yeah. did that like it took them only a few hours to fully bond as a team and then mm-hmm. you're right as you put it like now when Diablo says I've already lost one family you you, yeah. you felt a little bit more than you did mm-hmm. in the, the theatrical absolutely pack. and you know it makes it feels a little more real that you know at the very end with uh deadshot and his daughter the dude comes up the chains and flag kind of stops him like dude don't do that shit in front of his daughter what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? you know just stops him like with this like sad look on his face like look i gotta take him back don't do that yeah that's um, not yeah you know still though we got affleck's batman coming in being like deadshot i don't want to do this in front of your daughter you could have waited until he dropped her back ho- at home dude like you're still wrong batman i Actually, but you know what I attribute had him? the feeling that he yeah. was saying that, but really he needed yeah. to do it in front of her daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, or he I wouldn't have just, a shot at I, getting him. Yeah, I was just thinking about the uh, the animated series episode where, mm-hmm. where Robin, it was uh, the new Batman Adventures or whatever, where uh, Robin goes to hang out with Dick Grayson for a minute. And he's like, you know, talking about like what caused the breakdown. Maybe it was called Old Wounds. I don't know. But anyway, it was like the thing that, that started it was like, uh, Dick was pissed off that Batman beat the hell out of this criminal in front of his family, including his little kid. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, man, you took that shit way too far. And then, you know, by the end, he's like, realizes that Bruce gave the guy a job at Wayne Tech as a security guard to help him get his life back on track after he got out of jail. And the guy tells him, like, you know, I ran in, I had a run in with a bat once. I wouldn't have fixed my life if, if he hadn't, you know, done that in front of my kid and made me. <laughs> I mean, that was so shamed. Made yeah, me that feel kind like of such thing. a piece of shit. Yeah. And Nightwing's like, oh, dope. Oh, I get actually it. Cool. I get it now. I just figured that he didn't think he could take Floyd down without having, like, the little girl as backup. 
That's completely possible. <laughs> like, I mean, if, if this version of Deadshot's no different. Like, if he sees you coming within 100 miles, mm-hmm. you really may not ever get to him. Yeah. I love the bit where, like, they're try- where Diablo's trying to get him out of the, the little spell that um, Enchantress mm-hmm. has put him in. And he's like, it's not real, it's not real. <laughs> and Deadshot goes, I killed the bat. I killed the bat. And he's yeah. like, that's not what you want, man. And Harley goes, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten that it was good. So it was it was it was a lot of fun to actually just rewatch it for. for yeah, it's, second, it's been months for us. So it was yeah. it was about time. Um, I still don't I still don't buy the end though with with Enchantress. I it's like she just kind of hangs out for a little while and waits for them to get their shit together. I don't understand exactly why she's like, come join me. Except for maybe that they're just so that powerful that she kind of wants them on her side. I mean, eventually, because I just had I the feeling that can't imagine. Like the world. for me, it was like, well, you made it this far. Y'all are clearly pretty right. talented, and yeah. I, I'm completely magic, so I could just kill you at will. So yeah, just join me if you want. But to. she still fights him for a while, and it's just weird. But she didn't really have like at some point she kind of goes enough, and, and, and mm-hmm. you get the feeling that like. She was just bored enough to fight him for a second. Yeah. I mean, that was really how it took she it. didn't have a lot to do in the movie. She but. was, yeah. <laughs> they needed to make sure they did something. Yeah. I can justify it. It just still bothered me a lot. Like, still with the, you know, he's like, I can't. The app won't work. You still have a gun, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot Harley in the head <laughs> and kill her. Oh, no, I'm going to get Deadshot to do it. And that was just a power play on Waller's part. Like, yeah. I'm going to make sure you do it. It's going to be you. You're going to be the asshole that kills yeah. Harley Quinn. Um, and I mean, when, when he calls out the, uh, when she calls out the squad, the, the, you know, the, the plane goes down. It, something touching about like another piece of the family coming together and like mm-hmm. another piece of the bonding. Like it, Even Boomerang's the one who just nods over and says, you couldn't save him, mate. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. even just little pieces of that that as the court like in the course of this cut it just all felt a little more yeah, a little yeah. more real. Even and made, even when he's like he you know quote unquote misses and he's like I missed and he yeah. walks by a boomerang and he goes good one mate yeah like, yeah <laughs> all right that was a lot of fun and it's it's possible that we just having viewed it again we weren't like when you're sitting in a theater watching something the first time you're, you're you have so many expectations mm-hmm. that it can take away from your ability to relate to some of the characters sometimes yeah unless it's the kind of film that's so pathos that it just demands you absolutely gra- grab grab your emotional attention sometimes mm-hmm. you can be looking at all the pieces and like me and you were already thinking about like well, probably i'm gonna want to talk about that you know we're like we're already right. like, tagging stuff and stuff. <laughs> so it may be that we kind of didn't have a it, it may be that the theatrical cut is just that touching as far as the teamwork goes but i suspect not i suspect mm-hmm. this cut gave us a little more in the teamwork capacity i feel like it, it definitely improved the movie um whether david ayer wants to claim it as his cut or not i think it's a superior cut <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I think it is. A little, I mean, and just those little bits. They again, they added and they didn't take away. That's really all. Pretty much. What yeah. more could you possibly say for an extended cut of a film? Mm-hmm. And to the point where it was actually a bit frustrating. Yeah, like, like by the end, I was like, I could have done with all that Joker on opening night, and that would have been yeah, great. Like, and it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, it brings it up a grade. I think. Like, if I would have, I would have said probably what six six point five to seven. Yeah. Uh, theatrical. No, I think we gave it a little higher than that. You think we, I mean, I would put it I up. think you put it at 7.5, which for you is pretty high. You're, yeah. You no. don't give out 9s and 9.5s like at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Well, like I would give like B, I would have given BVS probably a six point five or a seven. Yeah. Theatrically. Extended cut or what? Ultimate edition, ultimate. whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, probably an eight or nine. Eight, eight point five. Um, yeah. I mean, the only weak thing really at the end of that day, I mean, but I liked Luthor, so. Uh, you guys can I, kiss my ass. I Eisenberg, Eisenberg's uh, <laughs> portrayal got a lot of uh, a lot of hate. Uh, but I like hate, but interesting I new takes on things. Um, so anyway. Oh, well, uh, whatever the grade was that we gave Suicide Squad, I'd say it was a grade higher. You gave another point cuts. based yeah. on whatever it was. Yeah. Um, Still about I, a, about the point of a Thor movie for me, though. Really, I mean, <laughs> it's not like. I mean, you know, I enjoyed Ragnarok. I'm sorry. We haven't seen Ragnarok. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, Dark World. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I like the first one better. Than I mean, Dark World, I didn't but... come from the future. Right. That how's Justice like, League? Yeah, is it any good? It's fantastic. You're really gonna heard. You're gonna get a lot of laughs. They basically made it a comedy. <laughs> they better have. It's pretty much two hours of slapstick with Flash at the center. They better have, because if we've learned anything, it's that DC fans want slapstick. Yeah, yeah. Superman shows up for like two seconds, and then somebody kills him again. It's amazing. Like he literally pops out of the grave, and the dark side flattens, flattens him with his foot. It's, it's just right. sad. Um. Oh, one line. Just one more line that I had. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was out of lines that I really loved. I mean, mm-hmm. I, there were actually more. I just didn't write everything down. Um. Deadshot trying to rein in Harley there at the end of her little psychological torment section. Mm-hmm. Don't you start acting like a drunken stripper. <laughs> and then she tells him, okay, sellout, I get it. <laughs> yeah, This yeah. is just... That was good. That's good. It really did. It, that was really good. It, the, the extra scenes really did help the squad. And that's what was important. Like, I didn't need all every Joker scene ever. They shot... Not like, everyone. They shot like three movies worth of Joker. And I, some part of me believes there's just at least a 45 minute mm-hmm. full Joker and Harley film sitting on the floor somewhere. Yeah. And I hey. mean, there was a picture of, uh, there's a statue of him in a Batman outfit. Yeah. Who didn't kind of want to see what that was about? It may not have been about anything. From what I understand, it was just, they, Hot Toys were just having fun. Just having fun? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. But, you know, I, I, ultimately though, like, guys, there's like, four hours of Joker and Harley material or just Joker material laying on a floor somewhere. It's not on, <laughs> literally on a floor. You know that, right? You guys know that, right? It's in a it file may be. somewhere. It may, they it seem to not. care about it that little. They may have actually taken the hard drive do. out and tossed it on the floor. I don't think they do. Look, they've, they filmed a bunch of shit. Some of it's probably unusable because Jared Leto was off his nut. Yeah. And he so. said at some point <laughs> that I came in with so many, di- so I came in and gave him so much and something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think there, it was one of those lines where it came off a little odd and it came off sounding like he was just full of himself. I mm-hmm. think he meant it quantitatively. I think he came in with like 14 different takes yeah. on each scene. And so when he was saying, I gave him so much, she's like mm-hmm. literally no i i came in prepared yeah. not like i did the best acting ever right i acted the fuck yeah i don't think that's what that was <laughs> is, is is that the best <laughs> acting ever is that the grade level i don't think that was what he was expressing so i okay. do think there's that much extra i didn't know footage. if that was an official rank for acting yes the fuck <laughs> official ranking that's what you it's on a chart at Juilliard. It's on a it's on a chart that's like the top is the fuck and right. then balls is pretty much the bottom. Okay. I acted balls is right. pretty much bottoming out in this one. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um but no, I mean look, we've got a we it's been confirmed. We have a Harley Quinn slash Birds of Prey movie coming up. Yep. Um we know a fair amount of the, the footage 
got really negative testing in the test audiences because it was too abusive. It was too too rough with They're, Joker and Harley. Yeah, that was, I think, one of the reasons they pulled the story down so far. And something mm-hmm. I actually was kind of looking for in this take was, is it going to go too far in that? And I actually just don't think it did. I mean, it's a it fucked up story they tell. It is. But it is a fucked up story they are. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they went too far into making it, um, like they didn't, at least they didn't show like physical abuse. Mm-hmm. No point like aggrandizing that. Right. They did show a, a lot of emotional abuse, but that's what those characters do. I don't like, mind Joker slapping Harley every once in a while. Like they did on the animated series. And that was a kid's <laughs> show, but he would just slap the shit out of her and throw her out. And you knew it was a bad relationship. It made it play a lot more on Poison Ivy's like, dude, why are you still with him? And she's like, I love him. Yeah. Now, now keep in mind though, that's old school Harley. That's 1992 Harley. Yeah. And at this point in the comics, she's moved beyond that shit. Oh, she's, she's way past. Yeah. But and I think audience, Harley is for the most part I have to like domestic violence is such a, such an issue. Just no, there's really no point even adding it to this film. All you're going to do is like, yeah. there's a few more people and, off that you didn't have. Well, to. at this and point, you can still tell the kind of story they did where they yeah. are a messed up codependent fucking mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, it's bad. Well, like when I say like, I wouldn't mind, like I wouldn't mind Joker slapping Harley around a bit. I don't mind it because in the animated series when it happened, like, she would only take so much and then she would be, like, a total badass and you're like, yeah, Harley, get him! <laughs> and he would, like, give puppy, puppy dog eyes or whatever because it's not just that she's, de- like, dependent on no, him. No, it is codependent. It's, it's codependency. Yeah. They're both just sick. And Absolutely whether Joker wants terrible to, people. Yeah, whether that, like, Joker just wants to, to jigsaw admit it or not. Like, yeah. And, um... That's kind of, and it, it does kind of make me a little sick. Like all the girls who were like looking, p- putting up pictures of, of Joker and Harley on Twitter and Tumblr and being like, hashtag <laughs> relationship goals. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why? Like, Why is, would you do that? That is not okay. But especially with things like uh, uh, <laughs> there, the, the uh, Harley Quinn solo series and Injustice and everything, she's not... actually a little cooler than he is. Like she, and a little more violent than he is. Like she's just as. No, oh, and this, this film did a good job of pointing that out. Like, mm-hmm. even Waller says up front, she's crazier than the Joker. Now, I don't know how I feel about how they pushed Harley into being basically the Deadpool of DC, but she's like making fourth wall jokes. I'm and good shit, with that. But <laughs> I am good with that. A part of me is, and then a part of me is like, oh man, this just, I don't know. Like, part of that's beautiful, and then another part of that's just like, oh man, what? where's the essence of that character gone? I think in good places, but like, I don't want to like pitch too you much. Have to because... have a, if, if you're going to have somebody pitching fourth wall jokes and being the right. the, the, the flabby mouth here, like who else would you? Nominate? I mean, she's crazy. She's perfect. She's crazy. She's pretty perfect for it. And, you know, and then again, you know, I, I don't, I can't gripe about it too much. I mean, look at the first episode she was in of animated series where she's like, "My mother told me I should have stayed in beauty school. Why? You were a psychologist." <laughs> oh wait, that came later. They hadn't fleshed that out. <laughs> We weren't too mad love yet, man. I'm okay with with a little retcon. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, retconning in in this case was a, a glorious step. <laughs> anyway, what else I, we got? I think I've yeah, yeah, everything. I think we're... Um, as usual, we managed to take an amount of material that was amounted to 13 minutes and talk about it for more than twice that. Well, we're still just talking about Suicide Squad again. (laughs) (laughs) A little BTAS. Yeah. Um, Still, Waller's the villain of this movie. Easily. Oh, and for anyone who's pissed off about the... the, As I meant to say this earlier. Anyone who's pissed off about Joker not having the two-face, like half of his face blown away scene with a grenade or burned away in the, the helo, it would make no sense that he didn't have any scars when he showed up to get Harley at the end. 
So well, they don't say how much time passed. But no, but he looked I mean, pretty he, scarred. Yeah, he looked messed up. So unless I mean, that, he got that, Lazarus that, pit show. Yeah, it may have been one of the reasons they did that was they kind of they kind of looked at it and went, you know what? I that think we may sense. have done the makeup a little too much here. Yeah, can we see how the makeup out? Not that much. Yeah, not that much. So I, I think that just burn it enough and those awful tattoos disappear. Um, <laughs> Um, but if they do more Leto, I'm sure they've got enough footage to throw in some flashback scenes if we get a Harley solo-ish movie. Yeah. Um, Birds of Prey, whatever. But you know what? He hasn't even been announced for that. I mean, there's, there is no current plans to have Leto appear in the DCE right now. But what I'm hoping, Mm -hmm. because of recent comics, recent lineups, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping we get Katana in the Birds of Prey. Ooh. Why not? I mean, yeah, she's been in Birds of Prey, so... And then, you know, we could have an actual amount of time with her. Yeah. Not, I mean, that. all we saw was her be a very mm, laconic badass mm-hmm. that only seems to have... I mean, she only got to emote, really, when she was talking to her sword. After, yeah. Pa- and past she did that, a it was, fine job. Oh, great job. And but, I didn't um, feel like... I didn't feel like... Uh, especially with this cut, I didn't feel like... I was robbed of anything. I just wanted a taste mm-hmm. of some of these characters. Mm-hmm. Like I know Boomerang's probably going to show up in the Flash. I know Katana's so. probably going. to... I'm hoping Katana will show up in either Justice League Dark or Dark Universe, whatever the hell they want to call it. Yeah, Doug Lyman, don't fail me. Um, I mean, they just did Justice League Dark for the animated, so we make it Dark Universe instead. I, mm-hmm. I, I think they're actually going to call it Dark Universe. I don't know if they're going to actually name uh, name it the same way twice. But um, you know, the, all these all these characters are going to kind of fan out and be on their own for a second. I think so. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I had a good time with what we got, and uh, people need to get off his dick. Like, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it made it made a ton of money. Well, there's the there's real plenty villain. of people not, not on that. Enchantress and, and Incubus were kind of fun, but they weren't the real villains. Yeah, no, not the real one. All right, well, that's it. We're going to take off. Um, hope you guys enjoyed our extended cut. Uh, <laughs> a really extended review. Uh-huh. Um, we are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Um, blah, 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 blah. Facebook, Twitter, DC On Screen. Use it as one word. You'll get it. Um, we ha- I have a lot of fun you know, talking to people in GIFs on Twitter. So you will you will be able to experience that if you follow us on Twitter. Yep. Um, not Facebook. You should get on their ass. Tell them to start using gifts more more often. Tell them to optimize it for that. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. GiantSizeTeamUp.com. What are we doing next? Gotham review on. They'll probably drop on Sunday. So yeah, we got a bunch of. We'll have on all Sunday. of our shows and. Uh, all six, I believe. This one. Yeah. And then news on Tuesday. So guys. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen.